Hello guys, welcome back for another episode of Spiritual Growth with Rose, where I'll be inviting you to explore spirituality and what it means in 2021. Hello, welcome back. I'm glad you guys made it to another episode. Yes, today it is June 16th, 2021. It is a beautiful day in Philadelphia, and I felt the need to reach out and give you guys a little bit more spiritual growth because I am doing much better with keeping up with this podcast. So thank God for that encouragement today. Keeping it short and sweet and simple today, I will be talking about our shadow sides. I just lied and said on my YouTube channel that I wasn't going to have this content on the podcast, but hey, I decided to do a double recording today for the first time. I feel spiritually inclined and energetically charged to do two recordings in one day. I just recorded the episode five of Growing With Rose on YouTube. If you guys want to go check out the visual version of what I'm about to say, But that is my purpose of doing two recordings is to have a visual audience for those who like to see people talking about spiritual growth like I do or the audio audience that likes to just ride in their car and hear it while they're working out or just be able to not have to watch it and listen to it. Whatever your twist is, I want to be able to reach you in all ways. No discrimination. No reason not to hear some spiritual growth. So what is there also? My YouTube channel, Growing With Rose, if you guys want to search for it. But... We're going to be talking about shadow sides today. In episode 20, I spoke about battlefield of the mind. And I want to continue talking about the things I've been talking about, like deception and battlefield of the mind. And now your shadow side being more specific as to what it is exactly the battle is referring to. So our shadow side. As I'm having spiritual growth, like I said, I am telling you guys what I'm learning. I'm not perfect and I don't know everything. All I can talk about is my experience of where I've come from. So usually I like to start off with what I've been experiencing. So it can kind of give, I guess, some kind of context as to where I'm going with my message. But that part, I'm going to leave out a little bit more and more every time we're talking. I want to keep it short and simple and straight to the point so I can keep you guys focus on the spiritual growth as opposed to the experience so i'm gonna just jump right into it so i gave the example of you know when we're on tv when we're watching tv you'll see someone have their little angel pop up on one side and the little enemy pop up on the other side i'm gonna dig into that a bit more as to how that famous analogy is reality every day but it's just a visual for us to be able to grasp the concept of duality and what exactly is happening in that battlefield of the mind. So just for my purposes to emphasize the message of what's happening in those scenes, I like to say that the angel pops up first on the right side, being the right side for a reason, because we read from left to right. We move forward in a right direction. God uses the word right to tell us that's the direction we should be heading in the right way the right path the correct way so the angel will pop up on the right side and say to you in such a subtle almost unrecognizable voice that is always truth and it'll be like no don't do that that's not in your that's not in your betterment that's not the will i have for you that is not aligning with your path then immediately following the shadow side, the enemy, 
the little demon on the other side of your shoulder wants to pop up and say, hey, scratch all that. We need to have a turn up. We need to feel better. The world has done us wrong. What was me? You're not strong enough to deal with this without doing something else that's not going to make you even better. Like, um, Following up immediately, the enemy will say something to you to make you want to try to go to the dark side or do something that you shouldn't or follow a loop that you've been in forever as opposed to getting out of the loop like you have the opportunity to choose a chance to get out of that loop and change your vibration and change your frequency the enemy just wants to keep you in the same loop and keep you suppressed so that is that shadow side the part of you that tell yourself that you're incapable the part of you that holds on to that childhood trauma of your parents telling you hey, if you do this, you're a bad person. If you do this, it's not good. Our parents don't say things like that to keep us in fear or discouraged. Our parents, just like God, when God tells us, be angry and sin not, that's simply, we understand, be angry and sin not. We don't need too many details, but just our father told us this. Thank God we have a merciful, graceful father that gives us an entire Bible and explains to us what he means when he says, be angry and sin not, or every verse in the Bible, there's a whole Bible to support what it means. But unlike the Bible, our, our parents here on earth, flawed and all, just tell us, be angry and sin not, and don't give us a reason why. So as children, we sit there and say, all I know is my mom said, be angry and sin not, didn't really tell me why, I just know this is what I'm not supposed to do. And all we're told is don't do this don't do that do this do that no explanation and we create loops in our own subconscious as we develop and say rose don't do this don't do that and you're a bad person if you do that you should be feel guilty if you don't do that and that's right and that's wrong because we're children and we aren't developed or mature in mental or emotional aspects to be able to understand why that is wrong and right But as we break out of our childhood, that trauma from not being explained why it's right and wrong and just feeling right and wrong and just being able to understand right and wrong as opposed to understand the whole concept as to what it is, is right and wrong. That's when you have to be an adult. Decide for yourself. Why is this right and wrong? Why was I told that this is a sin. Why was I told that I can't do this? We don't take time to explore that. But why can't I? Because you're an adult now. My mom just told me I wasn't supposed to do that. Literally, out here, people my age, almost 30 years old, oh, I don't like going to this, that, and the third because my mom and my grandma said that such and such and such and such. But you're 30 with a whole grown, grown lifestyle. Maybe if not a child on the way, you have children practically married living up under somebody else you doing all this grown stuff but you're not grown enough to think for yourself that what you're telling me so when you are faced with the decision to make you're going to tell me that you're going to allow what your mom told you when you were five years old that shadow side of you that tells you don't do what you think is right god literally is on your right side of you saying do this show this person love by giving them your last dollar 
But you're going to tell yourself, oh, my mom told me not to give strangers money because such and such and such, whatever the case is. That loop, that cycle that you don't break out of, that cycle of you telling yourself, but mama said, or but society said, or I learned this here. When God is literally telling you, this is what I called you to do at this present moment and be obedient. This is what's going to serve you at this moment. I don't care how it looks. I don't care how it smells. This is what I told you to do is right. And you know it in your pit of your stomach, but you decide to ignore it because of your shadow side overpowering your toxic, traumatic, damaged part of you that you don't even realize needs to be healed. That part of you keeps speaking up louder than your spiritual side that God keeps trying to get you to grow with. Your shadow side, the the side of you that tells you you have abandonment issues, you're not good enough, or you should feel fearful, you should feel guilty. Your shadow side telling you all these toxic things that you need to have a drink in order to be social, or you need to have a drink in order to have sex with somebody. If you feel the need to have a drink or have substance and all that stuff, you shouldn't even be doing it in the first place. But we don't even realize our shadow side, the program that we keep ourselves looped into, is doing more work against us than for us our traditions and our habits that people like to think is a good thing i don't some odd reason at this moment i'm feeling inclined to say that i don't feel as though tradition is what god agrees with i don't think that god wants us i don't think he will ever encourage us to be stagnant and stuck in a loop of any sort ever now there are certain things that god encourages to be a daily practice or to be of some kind of routine, fasting, praying, reading the Bible, doing things, being of those kind of natures, but to have it so that it's routinely in your spirit, that part I don't think he agrees with. I don't think God wants us to be traditional in any aspect. I think tradition literally is synonymous with the word stagnant and stuck in a loop. That's what a tradition is. A tradition is something you do habitually without thinking too much into it, like a routine. And God is like, I need you to be spiritually led. So if your spirit leads you to fast right now, because I told you to, that's when you should be doing it. Not because you feel like, oh, it's Sunday. It's time to go to church. No. (laughs) So the tradition that you have stuck in your mind is opposing what God has for you as a blessing. So if you want to sit here and try to apply your childhood traumas, from what your mom and dad told you or what your church's tradition tells you you should be doing every other day. All those things are telling God no when he calls you and tells you to do something. So even if you are thinking that you're being obedient by listening to what your pastor told you or listening to what your parent told you with all good intentions, they aren't God. That shadow side of you holding on to those traditions, holding on to those those um Yes, it knows that a man told you, a woman or a man, but you know what I mean, flesh. A person told you, as opposed to at this present moment, what God is telling you, your spirit, your spirit is speaking to you. Ever so softly, ever so lightly, initially, that is how God is speaking to you until you're able to hear him loudly. But he's talking to you 24-7. And the more you do not take the time to hear what you're telling yourself on a regular basis... The I can'ts and I won'ts and I'm unable to's and not knowing why. Just because I was always taught that because society always said women don't do this and society always said men don't do this. All those limitations that we put on ourselves is our shadow sides 
and our traumas and our fears and our our uh, damage that we all have. That's our shadow side, all wrapped in one toxic little bubble that the enemy just sits and plays with inside of us 24-7. Oh, how can I make Rose feel guilty? Or how can I tell Rose that that isn't tradition? Or how can I tell Rose that this isn't what women do? How can I encourage Rose to feel depressed? How can I encourage Rose to feel guilty and ashamed when she shouldn't? How can I encourage Rose to think that by her doing this blessing for another person is going to make her feel like a bad person because that's not what society says she should do? That is simply the battlefield of the mind and what is going on when those angels and that that enemy try to pop up. When God pops up and the enemy follows right afterwards, that is what's going on. Our shadow side is what is speaking for us for most of the day. And we just tune out that angel side trying to speak to us. So I need you guys to be so consciously aware be so consciously aware of your shadow side. What are you telling yourself before you go to sleep? We are finally, finally sitting down in your bed, trying to go to sleep, knowing that most of you guys, <laughs> most of you guys, before you go to sleep, the first thing you do when you close your eyes is think about the shoulda, couldas, and wouldas. Most of you guys think about the shoulda, couldas, and wouldas. I got to do that tomorrow. I should have that today. I could have did that. I'll do it later. What are you telling yourself? What are you beating yourself up about now? Like really sit down before you have to go to bed. Be conscious in your daytime before you decide to go to bed. Whether it be right before bed when you decide to close your eyes. Before you consciously say I'm going to sleep. Make the choice to say all right now. What am I telling myself that isn't uplifting? Am I telling myself you didn't do a good enough job at work. You didn't do a good enough job with your children. You didn't make enough money. You aren't courageous enough. You're too self-conscious. All that negative nonsense you're telling yourself, you need to follow up with, but I am a queen. I am angelic. I am so powerful. I have authority. I have choice. I have wisdom, free will, grace, and mercy from my father. All these things you have, that's that spirit. The spirit that Jesus Christ died on the cross and gave to you when he ascended into heaven. When he said, I am leaving this earth. I can no longer be here, but I leave with you the Holy Spirit. And if you believe in me, you will have the Holy Spirit in you everlasting until my return. That Holy Spirit that Jesus Christ died and left for us to be able to have so we can be connected to our father and him at all times. And our, our bodies are temples now, as opposed to us having to build temples to be closer to God. Our body is a temple now. And now we have the option to have the Holy Spirit living and dwelling in us. And we decide to take that little Holy Spirit and dumb it down and silence it and say, I'm going to listen to my shadow side of my flesh as opposed to listening to the Holy Spirit telling me what I should and shouldn't do and what's right for me at this present moment. As opposed to me just listening to my tradition and what my mother and father who don't know more than God, who don't know more than Dick, Dan and Sam know. They don't know anything about anything on earth. But I'm gonna listen to what they said because, oh, because I can see, I can see what they're talking about. Just because I don't have faith in God enough, I can see what my mom and dad went through, and it seems like they're right. I don't have enough faith in my Holy Spirit and myself and God within me. I don't have enough faith in God to listen to Him. So I'm gonna just listen to my mom and dad tradition and what I've been through, the the loops I've been through my entire life. I want to stick with that because that's what's gotten me here so far. That's what's got me into this perfect situation right now. So all that all of that is to say, 
if you continue with listening to your shadow side, your spirit will never grow. If you're trying to seek self-love, self-respect, if you're trying to seek spiritual growth, enlightenment, closer to God, closer to Jesus Christ, a closer understanding of what is going on, being woke. If you're trying to begin, you have to start with healing your shadow side, with healing your traumas, healing what your mother and father, society, your pastors, your friends, your exes, what people have taught you until this moment right now. Everything you've been taught, you need to sit and check what has worked for me and what has not. What did my mom tell me that makes me feel like that doesn't feel like it's my truth? That doesn't feel like it's serving me. That doesn't feel like love. That doesn't feel like of God. Yeah, mom told me that, but mom don't know everything. They say, do what you're told, not what you've seen. Or I forgot, what is it? Do as you're told, not what you, what is it? I forgot, you know the expression, like, do what I say, not what I do. There we go. Do what I say, not what I do. Yeah, clearly they say that for a reason because our parents don't do right. And they tell us what they think is right. But only God knows what is right for us. Only God knows what is right for us. He told David and Goliath, he told David to throw the rock at him. That wouldn't have worked for any other person, any other predicament, in any other situation. And anybody would have failed that mission would have gotten eaten by a Goliath. But God told David what is right for him at that moment will work for him at that moment. So even if, even if tradition was correct to say, David, if you pick up that rock and throw it at that giant, you're going to get eaten up by him. If any day of the week, everybody would say that because that seems to be the facts. But we don't know what God is capable of. We cannot possibly conjure up any ability to think that God is going to do whatever miracle he's going to do for us. So when God tells you, hey, listen, I'm telling you right now, this is what you need to be doing. Forget that tradition. Forget what you think is true. I'm telling you to walk on water. I don't care what it look like, what it feel like, what it smell like. I'm telling you what's right. And the more that we listen to that part of us, the more that we identify what our shadow sides are trying to fool us and deceive us with, the enemy is trying to use that shadow side, that loop of what we've been taught as we get into our adulthood and our parents and our society isn't able to affect us as much and we're free willing and thinking for ourselves and we're choosing to think these thoughts now because we've been in the loop for our whole childhood now we're adults it's time to break those cycles break those generational curses break those loops of i can't i won't am i supposed to i'm afraid i'm guilty i i need to have somebody confirm something for me before I can move. I need to go watch tarot reading so I can go see if I should do this, that, and the third, read my horoscope and need somebody else to speak for me and not have control for myself. I need a society to control me. Get out of the societal norms. Break the norms. Break the loops for yourself so that you can get spiritual growth. You can get enlightenment from your father who was speaking to you all day, every day, who was within you. We are made from God. Okay? God made us all. And he is in us, just like if your parents make you, your parents' DNA is within you. God is within every single last one of us. And we all have the Holy Spirit within us because Jesus died for every single last one of us. So we all have the Holy Spirit. It is up to you, your responsibility, your chore on this earth to be able to grow your spirit closer to God, to be more like him, to be able to hear him, to be able to answer for what he is telling you because he's talking to you every day. It's up to you to hear it. It's up to you to heal that shadow side, to tell yourself, I will not allow the enemy to manipulate me anymore. I will not let my shadow side tell me what I can and can't do. 
If God is telling me to go make this move, I will hear him soundly. I will hear him more than I hear my enemy speaking to me. That's how you get spiritual growth. That's how you get spiritual awakening. That's how you grow as a child of God in this in this society and not be affected by what the enemy is trying to throw at you. That is how you get, get over one. That's how you win those battles when it comes to the battlefield of the mind. You want to know how to win these little battles in this war? You start with you. Start with internally. What has the enemy tried to tell you since birth? How has the enemy tried to deceive you since birth and telling you what you can and can't do? How did the enemy use your parents and your teachers and your churches and your friends and your exes? How did the enemy use them to make you feel weaker? How? Write that down. Bullet point it. And then tell yourself for every bullet point, three, four, five reasons as to why that's not a fact. How you can conquer anything. How you're a powerful being with authority. You're angelic. You're godlike. You're an awesome person, an awesome creation. Created to do anything. It's seedling above all things through Christ who strengthens you. Don't be fooled by this nonsense, okay? I'm not going to preach too much longer because, listen, I can go all day with talking about my father. But get with it. I'll be back for another episode very soon. I love you all. In Jesus' name, amen.